trying desperately to keep from slipping over the edge and letting loose his rage on the woman who'd denied him access. And he'd done it. He'd found Tabby's ex-alpha holding Sin at gunpoint and taken him down, but not before the rogue wolf had shot and nearly killed her. Julian had almost died saving her, something that still gave Sin fits. She was almost as protective of her mate as Ryan was of his. Ryan returned to his mate's side, happy with the knowledge that the man who had hurt her would never hurt another living soul, let alone Ryan's tiny mate. Ever since then, Glory's stance toward him had softened. She'd let him in a little bit, allowing him to hold her, to shoulder some of the burden she seemed to always carry with her. But she'd refused every plea for a date, every demand that they made. She didn't understand how he suffered without her, but the last thing he wanted to do was to force her into accepting him out of pity. Ryan wanted her heart. Now all he had to do was figure out how to win it, a task that seemed easier said than done. So far, the only place he was certain he held it was in his dreams. Ryan needed it in reality as well. The madness the mate dreams could bring was slowly seeping in, and there was nothing he could do about it. If she refused to accept him, Ryan would leave Hallie and literally pine away for lack of her. Ryan turned off the water and stepped out of the shower. If he had to, he was willing to strip his soul bare to win her affection. He'd stop the sun in its tracks for her smile take the moon and hang it around her neck to hear her sigh. Didn't she know she was everything to him? And if not, what could he do to make her see it? Perhaps it's time I consulted Tabby and Sin. The girls knew Glory better than anyone, and only his reluctance to air their troubles before her friends had stopped him before. But the stronger the mate dreams became, the more desperate he was to finally mark his mate. The girls would know what to do to win his reluctant mate. She wasn't immune to him, but she wasn't letting him any further into her life either. Ryan dressed, his thoughts racing. He'd talk to the girls, find out what he needed to do before his bear decided to take matters into its own paws. Because if his bear took over and forced her, Glory would never forgive him. And neither would Ryan. Glory couldn't believe it. It was the sweetest yet creepiest thing she'd ever seen. Another dozen roses sat in front of her apartment, the same as the week before. Ryan's really stepping up his game. She picked up the bouquet and took a sniff, hoping no one saw the sappy smile that crossed her lips. The week before, he'd left not only roses, but a small gold bracelet. The week before that had been a small bottle of her favorite perfume. And the week before that, a premium hand lotion that smelled of fresh pears. How he'd known it was her favorite scent, she'd never know. Maybe it was that bare nose of his. She couldn't wait to see what was in the box this time. Glory carried the roses and her latest present into the apartment, kicking the door shut with her foot. She needed to start dropping hints about the kinds of things she liked, so he'd continue to get it right. She tore into the box, eager to see what he'd gotten for her. 
Inside, she found two champagne glasses with a small bottle of Dom Perignon. And this time, the note was just as beautiful as the last one. Your sweet smile brightens my day. Glory stroked the note, glad her friends no longer lived in the two-bedroom apartment with her. If they could see her now, after all the shit she gave them over Alex and Julian, she'd never hear the end of it. But she sighed. Damn it, the son of a bitch was getting to her. And if she didn't get her ass in gear for work, Sin would get her too. Glory darted out the door and drove like a bat out of hell for the tattoo parlor she now co-owned with Cynthia Sin Reyes and Tabitha Bunsen. Good morning, Glory. Sin had her back to the front door, and her shoulders were tight as a bowstring.